Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Geronimo Draws. This is Rob. Stars! <laughs> That's Steve over there. So in this episode, we're going to be doing part two of our Resident Evil retrospective and review. So we left off with Resident Evil 3 yes. and the remake. Mm-hmm. So in this one, we're going to be discussing and starting off with Resident Evil Code Veronica. Oh, I love this game. <laughs> so Code Veronica. Now this, I got this when it was on the Dreamcast because it was originally a, a Dreamcast only game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, first off, Dreamcast was one of my favorite systems. And I had it on my favorite system. PS2. Yeah. Right. Dreamcast got me to play a lot of light gun games mm. because they had a House of the Dead 2, which was great. And they had some other, other uh, ports. I think they ported over. Resident Evil 2? Yeah, Resident Evil 2 and 3. And I think it had sharper graphics from what I remember. Because I rebought them on that system. But Code Veronica was just... Man. That was really creepy because it changed the setting up. You play as Claire from number 2 and... You're in prison. You're in prison. But this is where it gets a little weird, the story. I was... Just right. thinking that. <laughs> like, isn't there a huge distinction between like one, two, and three? And then now we get into like Yes, this is this is where Resident Evil becomes the weird part. But they do it well. In, in and, that one, yeah. Yes. But they also do it well in four. And when we get oh, to that, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that too okay. with yeah. the Napoleonic character. Yes, yes, yes. But they they do it very well. Uh, what's his name? Alfred um Alfred Ashford. Ashford. Yeah. And it's it's weird and Steve's weird and what happens to Steve. Oh, I forgot is weird. about the guy Steve. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we, we were, you know. He looked like Leonardo DiCaprio in that. Yes. Yeah. I think they were trying to make another Leon character, but he could never be as cool as Leon. So he his his dad worked on the in the facility or in the prison. Yes. But and he came there to get his dad? I don't remember the plot line to be perfectly All honest. All I remember is he gets the golden pistols, which the Lugers, yeah, right. The Lugers. He had the Lugers. Uh, that's right. But I do remember... Oh, I'm wrong. Wait, maybe they... Oh, no, they did port. I'm sorry. I was just thinking, did they actually port 2 and 3? I can't remember now. The Dreamcast. The Green, Dreamcast? Yeah, they did. They did. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I know I had it on the GameCube as well. I just rebought these games on every system. Is that they're brilliant? Yeah. You also got to play as Chris in Code Veronica. Which was a, another great surprise. But he's on the cover on the Dreamcast one. Yes. He's on the cover of the oh, on PS2 also. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't. And I and the game is so long that I just forgot. Yeah. And so you're playing as Claire the entire time, and then all of a sudden, halfway through the game, or three quarters through the game, I would say, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, someone's climbing up this mountain. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm Chris. Yes. She's the first time Chris came back. Right. Yeah. It was the first time he came back since one. Yep. And there was a note from Resident Evil 3 that he went to Europe. Yeah. To like stop Umbrella Headquarters over there. Like, I don't know why. I can't remember exactly. First off, I forgot about those. The epilogues from Resident Evil 3. Remember right. that? Right. You even see Hunk unmasked. That's that? true. You see him without his mask there. I totally forgot about that. I'm trying, I'm trying to check to see if Shinji Mikami directed... A Co-Veronica, because that one had a very different feel, to be perfectly honest. Oh, okay, so he produced three. He produced he produced uh, Co-Veronica as well. All right, so he's definitely, he's definitely heavily involved. Right. Okay. I mean, it still feels like the other ones. Oh, yeah. It's just, you had these weird action scenes. Like, all right, I, I bought Jill as an action hero because she's a special forces right. operative. Right. Claire is like in the opening scene when they're all surrounding her. Remember the zombies or the operatives? Remember that? Yes. When Umbrella's trying to get mm-hmm. her and she drops to the floor, catches her gun and right, shoots right. this tank and oh, the whole thing explodes. And like it looks cool, you know, but I remember that I remember thinking like, hmm, would Claire do that? Or would Jill do that? You know? Right. Uh, I remember the I place- bought it because it was years after two and maybe she had been training. True. You know, I I bought it as in like two, she's just a girl looking for her brother. 
you know, and, right. and she's got the she's got the pistol, she's got the knife. That's right. She's she's scared out of her mind, but she's still she still perseveres. Yeah. In Code Veronica, I buy it more that she's like, okay, I'm a badass. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's true. Because years years have gone by. Uh, actually, it only takes. <laughs> it says here, it, the story takes place three months. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I take back everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> it says it takes place three months after the events of Resident Evil 2 and the concurrent destruction of Raccoon City as seen in Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. All right, never mind. Yeah, that's crazy. I still buy it. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was really cool. I love, I love Claire as a character. I think Claire I mean, is She's cool. I like the whole awesome. dynamic of her looking for her brother and everything like that. It's just, it was just a very weird plotline because you had this strange, like, I don't know, like, king louis thing going on with the ashfords who lived like royalty on this remote island which yep. is a prison do you remember rodrigo remember that character no you don't remember him no and so I, I used to think he was hunk secretly he lets you out of the prison oh i think his name was rodrigo but then he dies he gets eaten by the worm yeah always hated that i forgot about that i think his name i was would rodrigo. love to replay this game yeah I, this one i'll be honest i remember this one uh, to be perfectly honest with you, being the absolute hardest one from what I remember. Yeah, his name was uh, Rodrigo. Yeah, he was such a cool character. Yeah. And he worked uh, He worked in the facility there. Rockford Island, that's the name of the island. Right. Rockford. Yeah, I just, it was really difficult, that one. I remember this being way harder than the other ones. I did not play this one over and over again as much as the others. I found the difficulty to be a little too high from what I remember. I have not played this one. I played this one not as frequent. So but I remember it being insanely difficult. Yes. I loved the sadistic nature of Alfred and his sister. Well, he dressed up as his sister. Yes, because he well, not originally. There was they were twins. Okay. And remember like there's that scene where they're picking apart the dragonfly? It's, yes, yes. It's creepy. That was disturbing. I it forgot was about disturbing. that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think he went insane and started dressing up as his sister. Well, because didn't she get experimented on? Yep. Because she is the... She's the main boss. She creeped me out a Alexa lot. Alexa Ashford. Yeah. Yeah. She really creeped me out. Oh, my God. You remember you get to he thought He thought he was her. Right. I don't remember the story. Yeah, he he thought he was her. And well, he was he, schizophrenic. Yeah, it was almost like a psycho, psycho storyline. Yeah, yeah. He he was playing both parts. He truly believed he was Alexa Ashford. Oh, he believed it. Yeah, that's right. Because you see him talking in the mirror. Yes. Yeah. God, that was so weird. It was well done, though. It was, and no. I remember it to this day, yeah, and I'm getting like nostalgic feelings, like. I really do re want to, I want to replay this game. Oh my god. Yeah, I I I'll maybe maybe I'll get it again on the Xbox. And you you end up feeling bad for him cuz he's Does he die? Yeah, I think from what I rem- remember, I think she kills him. Yes, you're right. You're right. Remember she does that thing where like she could just throw stuff from her hand yep. and just lights fire. And that was another thing. Like it was like, oh, I mean it's all kind of fantastical. I mean, the bioweapons are fantastical, yeah, but yeah. this is like almost like magic now. Yeah, it got a little... Know? Yeah, you could see where they draw inspiration you know, for the new ones because you could see this weird magic element that's happening. Do you remember the, Remember their father? He's one of the enemies. He's, one, he's a boss called Nosferatu. Yes. He creeped me the hell out. Yeah, I do remember that. Wow. Yeah, he creeped me out. And you get the return of Wesker. So you not only get the return of Chris, but you also get the return of yeah. a super Wesker. Super Wesker who... He's now a bioweapon. Was, he, he injected the T-virus in him. I don't know if it was before he got killed in one or it was after and maybe he did it to survive. I don't remember, but his eyes... I think it was before. Oh, that's why he's wearing the sunglasses to hide yeah. his eyes because mm-hmm. his eyes are like all orange and red. Yeah, and then they run with this storyline until Ugh. five. Yeah, like so he's working now. Was it the HCF? Or he's working for another company aside from her umbrella. Right. Like it just got so like, what happened? The A little sim- convoluted. Yeah, like the simple premise is what I what I loved about the first three. You know, right. 
this one got a little like crazy. I remember specifically the boss or tyrant on the cargo plane. And for the love of God, I'll never forget this. It took me forever. I had no strategy guide for this game. It took me must have. Oh, God. I can only imagine how many hours to finally figure out where I had to place certain things. And I had to get the cargo plane going. And this tyrant gets on the back of the cargo plane in the cargo hold. And you have to fight it. Mm-hmm. And you have to knock it off the plane. Yep. And God, man, it was so hard because I never had enough ammo. And I had saved it right before the battle. So I always ran out of ammo and I didn't have enough health items. So what did you have to do back then? And if you saved over your old save, restart the whole thing again. Oh, God. It was so annoying. It was so annoying. But in this one, you could dual wield. Remember that? Oh, yes. You could dual wield. That's with the Lugers. Yeah. Cool. Remember... (laughs) Remember when the character Steve sees his father out of the zombie horde and he's like, she it's Claire has no idea who the zombie is mm-hmm. and he just like can't bring himself to shoot. And she's like, shoot her in. <laughs> shoot. And he goes, I can't. And she was like, just shoot. What's wrong? And, he and he's goes, like, ah. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, father. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. And I remember, I was like, it hit the submachine guns. Yeah. And I was just like, why did you just say dad? Father! <laughs> yeah. That one got a little cheesy. He was a really annoying character. And I don't know how... I feel like that was the thing. That didn't have a memorable cast for me. Like, the side NPCs that you meet, the side characters, I felt were really weak. Like, the... I only remember Steve because he was cheesy. Yeah. And, well, you spend the most time with him. Yeah. And Wesker only shows up near the end. Right. And he wasn't in really in my original version. I don't think he's in it at all. Yeah. No, they they really they they added him for X. Yeah, right? I don't even They th- added yeah. a bunch. I don't think he was in. I don't have any rem- I I don't remember him being in the Dreamcast version mm-hmm. personally. So, I don't know. I'm, someone could probably correct me there. But uh the X version I didn't play or I only saw at your house when you played those scenes for me. When when you when you see Wesker again and yeah. he's like He's moving like at the speed of light. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about it though. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. You know what I mean? It's crazy game. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah. No, there's there's an appeal to it. Yeah. He is in the original. That's right. Because you get to play him. He fights Alexia. Yes. That's right. And then he gets... You kind of lock him in that mode. Mm. It's not quite a mercenaries mode, but it's like a time mode where he plays Wesker and he has this pistol. I remember I unlocked him in that. At the end of Did you know that? There's a mode at the end of Code no, Veronica? I don't remember. Yeah, I remember. I do remember that because I remember playing as him. Uh, okay, yeah, so he wasn't. There was just more content, mm. more added scenes with that. So really cool. I didn't love that one. I think it was definitely well made, but... Again, the bosses. I just remember that. I want to replay it. Remember the worm that comes out of the ground? It was three. No, it was another worm. And that's the thing that eats Rodrigo. <sighs> I love their worms. Three had the, the weird. I love their worms. Three had the worm from, like, Tremors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. You fought that two times. Like, underground, and then you fought it. Yeah, like, it was causing, like, an cemetery. earthquake. Yeah. Sick. That was great. So, Cole Veronica, personally... Not one of my favorites, but still, I mean, it's still an awesome, well-made game. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Remember, I don't even remember the ending of that one, to be honest with you. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. See, what were the other boss battles? I remember the cargo plane one because it drove me There's nuts. The tyrant. That's, That's it. <laughs> That's all I really remember. Oh wait, don't you? Aren't <sighs> Alexia? You have to play. You have to kill Alexia as Chris. You play as Chris, and you you shoot her with that giant anti-tank. Or whatever mm. gun. Vaguely. Then they then then does oh that's right. Then him and Claire go into a jet because somehow Chris can fly a jet. <laughs> and then he's like, Where are we going, brother? And she's just like, He goes, We got 
payback to give or something. And I was like, oh, give me a break. <laughs> and then it ends with this stupid piano, soft piano music. That's what drove me nuts about all Every of them. Every single Resident Evil. What is going on over there? Do, 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 do. I was like, yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> Every single one. Everyone's dead. Friends. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> Look at the ending of Resident Evil 3. The city gets nuked and they're doing this nice, happy, soft piano thing. I was like, get out of here. You know? So... Resident Evil, Cole Veronica, that was that was definitely an interesting one. Okay. So what was after that? Okay. Resident Evil 4. After that one? Yeah. Well, then there's chronologically, there's Dark Side Chronicles, Umbrella Chronicles, but those were the... Almost like like the Wii. Uh, like I had them for the week. Yeah, actually. I think they're excellent. I think they're all excellent. Yeah. There's really nothing more I could say about them aside from like... You know, they're fun. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. It's cool to go through the mansion and Resident Evil Zero in first person. Yeah. So yeah. I really do like that about them. But they're not games that I really seek out to replay, like House of the Dead. Yeah. Um, one thing the reason I'll never get rid of my Wii is mainly because of all the Lycon games. Mm. Like uh, I think it's Ghost Squad and uh Gunblade. And um, Resident I have Umbrella House Con- of the Chronicles if you want to borrow it. Oh, okay. For the Wii. You have it for the Wii? Yeah. All right, yeah. I haven't played in a long time, so that'd be fun. And there's Dark Side Chronicles where you go through uh, number two. So good games. And, you know, there's really nothing more to be said about them because mm-hmm. it's literally just quick cliff note versions of sure. those games. Uh, but Resident Evil 4. Now, okay. I want to talk innovation. Yeah. So now... We we ditched the fixed camera. That was let, let's go with that. The main yep. thing is that it ditched the fixed camera of the previous entries from one to Code Veronica. Because Code Veronica had great graphics, but it was literally the same type of gameplay and camera angles as the original. Right. And you know, obviously they used the dual wielding, which was cool. But with Resident Evil Four, it literally Shinji Mikami came in now. I think that was the last one he worked on. And once again, redefined the survival horror genre. The guy is incredible. Yep. So he came in there, he created Resident Evil 1, redefined everything and just improved upon it. And then was like, you know what? I'm going to change this up completely but still make it feel like Resident Evil. It was over the shoulder view. The camera now is always over the shoulder of the character and you play as Leon. Yep. Back to Leon from number two. An now, older, slightly more mature Leon. Yeah, he's working for the government. He's working for the president, right? The president. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. The president's daughter. Well, here's the thing. This one was clearly influenced by cheesy 90s action films because the premise is special agent has to go in and save the president's daughter. Right. But they mess with you because it's it's nothing what you think. When you get there... You, you arrive at this village. Which I thought was terrifying. That's, well, there's, actually, no, I was probably pretty terrified later on, too, when you get to the creepy cultists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Matelo. Yeah, you arrive at, yeah. You mm-hmm. arrive at this village, and what was creepy to me was that this guy, he's fixing the fire, and he turns around. Mierda. Yeah, he t- <laughs> and, he, and he, I believe, speaking Spanish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he says, so he's conscious. This guy is, is conscious. So you're like, okay, this is like a normal guy. He's a little mean. But all of a sudden, you know, he grabs this axe and tries to hack yeah, at well, Leon. Well, the, the virus, because, all right, so. so now they, and they also try to change, they're changing up the virus too. Right, because the T virus and the G virus in the original Resident Evils turned you, well, had different effects on you. But it, essentially, it made you mostly a zombie. Right. Or it turned you into a liquor. And if it affected like a shark or the alligator from Resident Evil 2, right, right. you know, it, it, you're mutated. This one, you look like a human, but you're just a crazed nut. So I don't know. I think that was a really, really cool way to change it up because the, the genre was getting a little stale during this time. You know, to be, we have to be honest, you know, it's... We've been playing so many of these for so many years, and then there was so many knockoffs and ripoffs. Mm-hmm. And this game came in and was like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this fresh and new." And it was because next thing you know, after that, everything was trying to mimic Resident Evil. Of 4. course, 
It was probably the most innovative game in history. Oh yeah, and I think that that's what's missing, sorely missing in today's industries, is that that mentality of of we can better that. Yeah. How can we? How do we make this better? How do we top it? How do we top it? Right. How do we add to it? How do we innovate that? Right. And instead, everything is. I I compare everything to Lennon McCartney because uh I just love the Beatles. Yeah. But that's what made them so good is like John Lennon would write an amazing song and Paul McCartney would be like, how do I top this? Yeah. Okay. Paul McCartney writes an amazing song and they go back and forth. That's what causes innovation. Yes. Is it's healthy competition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's what makes four so good. I completely agree, man. And that's the thing is that today's time, I feel like a lot of modern games, it's like this that'll do mentality. That'll do. Eh, we'll just copy that. And right. We'll just you know repackage it. Lazy writing. Oh my God, the level writing is terrible. And the gameplay, like I feel like everything is so stale today because there's no innovation. There's no desire to innovate. Because back then you had real artists, right. like developers, you, you guys, you had stuff that was like trying to push the genre. Right. And now we've gotten into this kind of corporate safe zone, you know, where it's like, yeah, but this sells. So let's not push it. Well, I believe, I believe four, I don't think four was trying to do that at all. And you don't I, think it was trying to push it? No, I think it was, I think it was innovative. And what it was trying to do, and it did exactly what it set out to do. Five and six. Oh, I think five is that. Yes. Oh, yes. I think five is that. Oh, I'm saying four. And when we get to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm saying four is is innovation. Yes, yes, yeah. And that now. I was getting confused. Oh, yeah. I was saying, and and today's time, no one wants to do what Shinji Mikami did. Right. You know, because with four, we had never played this over the shoulder view. Now you have this incredible new, uh, you have this merchant system who's, what you buying? What are you buying? I love yeah. the reference to him in eight, by Me the way. Me too. That was great. Just something my friend yeah. of you mine used to say. <laughs> yeah, it's it great. Awesome. Um, but now it's much more action focused. But now you have zombies that, they're not zombies, they're crazed men and women, and they're chasing you with chainsaws. Yes. With, with potato sacks over their head. Yep. That, that entire first... I, what's, you, I mean, essentially, it's a horde mode, right? It's a, it's a yeah, horde, but right. you, you get overwhelmed. You go into the rooms. Yeah. Go into the buildings. They could break down and the they doors. Cut, they cut down the doors. They could them. get ladders and climb up top. Come It'd on. Overwhelm you. You never feel that's like you're safe. That's what made it scary. Yes. That's it, what made it scary. That is what made it scary. And that's the thing I loved about that game was all of that village stuff because it was so creepy. They had the pitchforks. All these citizens, they whatever the, the villagers are mad, they're nuts, and they they have torches, and you have trolls. You have these those remember oh, the giant yeah. troll things? El gigante. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. yes. So somebody mutated. <laughs> I always remember the letter that Ada Wong sends to you, and she goes, "There's something that they're calling El gigante." So God bless. I always remember <laughs> God that. Bless. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You get to play as her in the PS2 version. Yeah. Yes. You couldn't do that with GameCube. Remember the entire thing with the fish? fish. And it would knock you off the boat and And come after you. And you had to run. You had to press X. See, that's doing it with gameplay. See, in today's time, that would have just been a cutscene. Right. See, now you got to keep hitting it. Come on, come on. You feel like... Interactive cutscenes. Yes. That was another thing. Quick time events. Yeah. I had never... Were there quick time events in there? I don't. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they yes, were. because uh, not Kr- Krauser. Is that his name? Remember oh, that entire yes. fight. That was cool. I liked that the two of them knew each other. Yeah, but again, it got it. It was cheesy on purpose. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't a huge fan. I got to be honest with you, with the rest, the second half of the game. I love the first part of the game in the village. Then I love when we get into the crazy churches and the medieval guys where mm-hmm. this cult. Where now they look at this new virus as like some kind of cult god, right? And I love that the Napoleon oh, type of character, and, and, and the way the, the oh my god, they look like Quan Chi from Mortal Kombat, from Mortal Kombat yes. Four. Then they all look with the pale paint and all that, the white paint, the eyes, the red, and they're all just like it was so creepy, it's terrifying. And they're all chanting and stuff like that, Gregorian chant like, but it's like Satan. Yeah, that's it. I don't know what they're saying, but that was so yeah. scary. I man. still remember it. Yeah, yeah. 
And then you had to get the president's daughter. So I like that. And then it gets into like, I didn't like the second half. Well, I guess it's the second half. When it gets into like, you know, now you have these zombie things with Gatling guns. Remember the big guy? He's got the Gatling gun. He's like, and he shoots you with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it got into like weird, you know, they have dynamite. They're throwing dynamite at you and all that. Right, right. And it's, I don't know if you're you're in like some kind of underground base. But out of that second part, there is one enemy, one enemy that I think is the most terrifying enemy out of all characters in Resident Evil. And oh, you know, I'm I know talking. exactly what you're talking. The regenerator, dude, I'm scared so, the shit out of me. Still terrifies me. Yep, I can even hear the music. Glad they gave you a sniper rifle because yeah. I never wanted to go near that thing. And how about the? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And every time you saw that, you were like, "Oh no!" And it slowly walked toward you, and then the mouth. Yep. <laughs> Gets huge and just swallows you. That thing freaked me out. Freaked me out. I think that's the scariest creature in Resident Evil. Scariest. I agree. And the way it walks, it's like jelly a little bit. Yeah. You know. And I was happy that they brought it back in six. Did they? Yeah. I don't remember that in six. Yeah. Playing as who? Uh, the third guy who never really matters. Wesker's son. Yeah. Okay. That was another. I don't remember him being in. Like he's too powerful. The regenerator's in that. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes in like, uh, remember when you have to go through the market? Yeah, I remember the market. Yeah. I don't remember. They have a bunch of regenerators in there. Oh, they probably did it differently. I don't know. I don't even remember that. Six is a blur, dude. So we'll get to that. Yeah. (laughs) That's a blur. But. I saw what they were trying to do. Yeah. They were like, let's go back to survival horror, but only for a little bit. Yeah. Just Leon's part. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And they're not bad, Leon's part. No. Uh, But 4 is incredible because it it just pushed everything forward at great action moments. And as much as I'm not a huge fan of the second half, um, it is epic. It is crazy. Ada Wong is back and she's working for Wesker, which that's when I was like, Come on, we're getting a little soap opera here now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, little... but now I've come. Now I've come to expect it from Resident Evil. Right, right. Yeah, it's like I have. I think I have to accept the craziness of the story and just let it happen. True, but there was just there was craziness, but there was something about two and three where they still felt grounded. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we have Leon. You know, he's doing crazy flips here. I mean, he's in like some weird he's in like a weird like ancient city with with traps and like it turns into like oh and remember that it turns into like i don't know like indiana jones i forgot i totally forgot about that like he's that's a conscious thing that he's doing like he's referencing so many things and he's making this into crazy like pulp horror you know it's pulp action 1990s mixing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean with that kind of seasoning to it so, I mean, even look at Krause. It looks like Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It's all intentional. It's true. You know? The mercenaries mode in that was great because then you got to play as Hunk. Right. And Hunk was so good in that one. I really thought it was First really time cool. over the shoulder Hunk, which was cool. Right. And finally, you get to see him using a submachine gun because what's ironic in the cutscene in Resident Evil 2, he's using that, that MP5 or whatever. The, he only gets the pistol. <laughs> the pistol and a shotgun. I'm just like, he didn't use this. Yeah. <laughs> But they rectified that in Resident Evil 4. Uh, Resident Evil 2 remake. Remake, yeah. So, yeah, Resident Evil 4 was epic, man. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. The the villagers, that's the stuff that scared me the most, was seeing those villagers. Well, them trying to overwhelm you. Yeah. And that's that's what... The crowd comes with the the mob. It it reminded me of like the old 1940s and 1930s classic movie monsters. Frankenstein. Yeah, when the mob is coming at you, you know. Ah, You know, and like, burn him. And like you see dead people burned at the stake already, so you like you know like oh my god they're gonna come and do some barbaric stuff to yep. me. So that was great. That really was. It's you know it seems like Resident Evil always has to have an underground base somewhere. Of course, you know it's just it's classic. It's classic Resident it's, Evil. It's how it is. It's just how even it in is. the newest one. I know. Like when we when you get to that part, you're like this is classic Resident yeah, Evil because actually every one of them 
the, the Cole Veronica had the whole facility where they were operating. That's why there was an outbreak there. Seven? Seven have an underground base? I don't think so. Yes, it does. Yeah, there's, there's the underground there's the underground base you go to at the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll get into <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So, Resident Evil 4, great. Um, I love the different outfits. I love that you can get a... Can't you get a Thompson machine gun, too, at one point? Yes, you, you can. Thompson. And you can dress up as like a 1940s gangster or yeah. 20s gangster. Different outfits. So, that was really cool. A lot of fun. Not my favorite. I don't know how you feel. Three is my favorite. Three is your favorite. Three is my favorite. I guess we'll do a rank at the end. Let's do. Let's save the rank for the end. To think about it, but uh, not one I rush to replay personally. I would replay it only because I haven't played it in a long, in a long time. Long. Time. It's one of those. Okay, I got you. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. So now five. Resident Evil Five. Now, believe it or not. Okay, now you now you kind of made like a sigh when you said five. No, well, only I like that you can play co-op. Yes, the whole game. Shiva, Shiva, and yep. Chris. Chris is back, and he has crazy biceps. He is. He's he's basically the uh, not the giant from Game of Thrones. What's that guy? The world's strongest man. He's that guy. It's not the giant. The mountain. The mountain. His arms he's so absurdly jacked he can move boulders holy shoot literally he can move boulders yeah he can literally move boulders my goodness my goodness so okay now here's the thing though i love this game i love i haven't played in a long time i love resident evil 5 now you're in africa i welcome chris back because he's such a great character. He's always been my favorite yeah. character to play. Oh, yeah. And they carried and Shiva, over. Shiva's another oh, she's great awesome. addition. She's the local agent there in Africa. Yep. And it's so funny. We went to kill all these villagers. And now we're killing more people. Because now, I say people because it's the same vibe as four. Yes. Whereas they are more kind of enraged, crazed, crazy people. As opposed to zombies. Mm-hmm. And they're... I think they're pretty terrifying. But I like the African vibe, the heat, you know? Yes. Uh, I think it suited really well. I like the characters that you meet. Jill is back because Wesker is controlling her. He has her prisoner. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, she's back. Um, There's some weird, like, company woman there from Umbrella. But what I love about this is that, first off, this one takes the action. Ramps it up to 11. (sighs) This amp goes to 11. Yeah. 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 And I still, I loved it. I loved it because it was a setting that I never imagined Resident Evil could go in. And it 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 was really cool. I really like it. I know it gets a lot of hate, but I really love 5. Maybe because I get to play as Chris again. Mercenaries mode is okay in that one. You know, maybe, maybe I'm still feeling the same. I felt when it came out, I was like, this is so much action. Yeah. I was like, this is this doesn't feel horror at all. And Call of Duty, you know, was well, that's the big thing. That's what we have to keep in mind. Yeah. It was like, you know, Activision was producing Call of Duty every single minute. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was getting blown out, I guess, on the action games. I and, get it. Uh, I don't know. It didn't feel like horror at the time. So maybe, maybe you know, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the ride. Yeah. You know, I'm a Resident Evil fan, so I'm I'm gonna love Resident well, Evil no matter what. That's why they did the DLC where you play as Jill and Chris going into the a hidden mansion that Spencer made, and it's it it literally is the original model that the that the mansion in one was based on, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty cool horror moment. Where you're back in, and it's similar rooms and things, and they're reliving this. Right. And they're just like, at one point, they're like, what's with this guy in cranks? And because <laughs> there's all these cranks that you have to use. But I really loved Resident Evil 5, and I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was a cool, again, the setting was really cool, and I like having Chris back. Maybe we'll do a retrospective replay. Yeah, I'm down fun. with that. Well, also, it's it's two players. So, yeah, that's what I mean. I we'll mean, do a co-op. 
Resident Evil 5 replay. Yeah, I mean, also, mainly the other big thing for me with this one was it took the Indiana Jones vibe because you that one you go to like this old city underneath like this African Sahara or whatever, and it was just creepy there. You have these like weird, it was like a bat thing, a giant bat creature that was just massive and it was gross, but you get to finally kill Wesker. Right. And it felt like, it felt like this was ending the series. Yes. Because you finally had this absolutely absurd 1990s, early 2000s <laughs> final battle. Yep. That finally wrapped it up. It went on way too long, but it ends with Albert Wesker falling into the erupting Lava. volcano. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just hearing you say it, it's absolutely like, ridiculous. And I believe you sh- you also shoot a rocket launcher at his face. You do every yes at the very end. I think yeah. you, you were on a Gatling gun on a helicopter, and then at the end, finally, he ends it and he shoots him, and Wesker is dead. Right. Oh, I mean, finally, and I was happy with that ending, and it felt like it was done and finished, and the story felt complete. And I remember having all of my discs together, and I said, I have the whole anthology here, and it's over. Yep. So I really loved it. I remember the alligators in Resident Evil 5 always creeped me out. I don't know if in the water. I don't know if you. I don't remember that. Oh, the alligators were freaky, man. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, it's Africa. Crocodiles. The crocodiles. They were huge. But yeah, I haven't played in a long time, but. I have to say, I have very, I have a lot of fond memories, uh, memories with. Uh, well, we've been looking for couch co-op games. Yeah, we have been. Oh, I remember they would have that weird thing. A lot of the villagers there would have this weird, creepy thing that would come out of their mouths. Oh, yes. Right, it was like a flower, but it was all like. So if you didn't pop their head off, yeah, then this this like bug. No, it was like that a- happened in four also. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. It was like some uh, like centipede came out of came out of their neck. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that That's was, what it was. That was creepy. And then there was a base. There was an underground base and everything. But uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed four. I mean, I'm sorry, five. I kind of enjoyed a little bit more than four. Really? Yeah. I think it's because I just I really dig uh, Chris. He just looks so awesome in that one and badass and his outfit is so cool but that's like last action hero yeah exactly uh also the weapons you get a lot more assault rifles and stuff yeah um and i just thought the graphics were sharper because it was on the 360 sure so uh the other thing was the the bsaa he belongs to now now it introduced that new group the right. BSAA. Which is interesting. Which is like he had formed now it. Now they just turned oh, that around. Dude, don't even get me started. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so he's a part of the BSAA. Which now. is like a bio, I don't even know what it's Anti stands they're for. an anti uh bioweapons group. And they, they take care of the bioweapons that are getting released in the world. Yeah. And they go in and they exterminate the situation. They are the Bioterrorism Security Assessment Alliance. That. It's a counterterrorism organization sanctioned by the United Nations. Yeah, so it's a it's to combat the rising use of biological weaponry since the collapse of Umbrella Pharmaceuticals. Okay. So, all right. Okay, all right. I'll I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. I get that Chris would go and start a. It's the next new thing. logical step. Yeah, like all right. So, how do we counter Umbrella? Right. We we make a new organization that wipes out all of their bioterrorist stuff and we take out all of the outbreaks. And it makes sense he would lead it because he's a special forces guy and he was there for the very first one. Right. So I like I'm ha- I was happy that it ended with him because we went on this journey with- and Jill. Jill's with him too. That's mm-hmm. right. I love that. She's like super Jill. No. Yes, because she's got like <laughs> I forgot about that. That's right. She was she's basically Wesker from Code Veronica. Yes, but she has that bug. It's like a parasite. That's what it is. Yeah. They're parasites in this. And it like sits on her chest and he's got to rip it out of her chest mm-hmm. and all that. It's like really weird. This is also during the Matrix craze too. So Wesker is really Matrixy. Yes. You know? He's dodging your bullets like he and he's got the black on like he's Neo. Mm-hmm. So there's that going on. But no, even with all of that, I still enjoy five. And it kind of out of all retalking, you know, they'll just talking about all this stuff again i actually want to play through that one i would love to play through that one yeah 
So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to track a copy now. Oh, you don't have it? No. I was say we should play it tonight. I know. I would love to. I still have it. What do you have it on? PS3. PS3. Yeah. Okay. Do I have it on PS3? It came out for PS3. It came yeah. out for PS3, and it came out for Xbox yeah, I have it on PS3. So uh, Resident Evil Five. Uh, yeah. Oh, it is on Xbox One. Okay. So they have it on Xbox One. So I'll have to get that one. Okay, good. It's probably like two dollars. Yeah, I don't know. You know what happens now? Now that with the the latest one out, it's probably like in demand a little bit. Well, yeah. Maybe oh. they'll re-release it like Baldur's Gate, yeah. Dark Alliance. Twenty bucks. Of course, it's twenty bucks. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. He's an eleven-year-old game. Isn't twenty dollars. Isn't that crazy? All right, all right. So next on the list is RE Six. Uh, well, I don't know if this is the right order. It says Revelations. Oh, those were good. I enjoy Revelations. I'm trying to think. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if which one came out first, to be honest with you. Um, Actually, I never played Revelations 1. I only played 2 with Claire. Okay, so Revelations 1 is great. That's when you're on a ship with Jill, and it takes place before 5. Oh, okay. And this tanker is, the story is dreadful. The the story the acting is ridiculous. Uh, I barely remember it, but I just love the ambiance and the of the ship, the itself. setting, uh, yeah, sure. of, of this giant tanker in the middle of the ocean. It was really cool, and it got so weird and like this, like this lavish. It's so dumb. It's like this lavish hall, and like there's like a of course there's like a weird lab thing there too. It got really out of control. I remember the ending boss was absolutely absurd. I had sure. it on the Wii U, actually. So, two was cool because you could play as Barry finally. Oh, dude, that's the only one I didn't play. I never played Revelations it's good. two. It's it's it was actually really well done. I never got to finish Claire, it because it was right? episodes. Yeah, it was it's Claire, 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 Sherry, and then Claire and Sherry, and then it would switch over to Barry and some girl. I can't remember. Hmm. But oh wait, no! Always the girl's Barry's daughter. Maybe. Instead of Sherry, I don't remember. Yeah, that one, I I didn't get into it. I downloaded the demo, and it was the one of the first Resident Evil's where I was just like, eh. It was good. It I heard good. I heard that one wasn't bad because there's more horror elements yes. apparently. But I, and that was like that emphasized co-op though, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, Resident Evil Revelations, I really did enjoy the first one on the tanker. I had a fun, like, post mode, you know, like, not a not a mercenaries mode, but there was like a horde mode thing, mm. kind of, I think. But, you know, a survival mode, kind of. But I wish it came out, like, as a full game, and that I'd have to buy episodes. Well, Revelations 1 wasn't episodic. Yeah, the second one. The is. second one is, and it's weird. I Well, wasn't that, that was like the craze, right? Because then they had the Telltale games, and yeah, and they were all trying to do this episodic thing. Life is thing. strange. And, well, that came out later, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but there was like this episodic trend where let me give them pieces, but I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that. Neither. So give me the whole game, you know? I, get, I mean, you know, they're trying to be innovative, but... Yeah. Not for me. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. So that leaves us now. Speaking with of episodic, Resident oh, three, yeah. three different. Okay. So, all right. Resident Evil 6. I get what they were trying to do with this well, game. They were like, okay, we got the action of five. Yeah. And we'll take the horror of four and we'll put them all together. Well, and then you had the, the chase sequences. And feeling helpless um, in three with with Wesker's son. Yes. And this is when, like, the story got so whacked. Um, president becomes a zombie. The president becomes a zombie. The entire world is nuked. I mean, it's it, like... It, it was so ridiculous. I just... I don't even remember the plot. I just remember at the end, you fight a giant, like... When you're Leon, you fight, like, this giant T-Rex zombie. Do you remember that? No. You're in a Jeep, and he's just this T-Rex. It looks like a T-Rex. And he just chases you, and that's the final boss. It's like this T-Rex zombie. I don't remember that. Honestly, it's a blur for me, too. Yeah. You had the new characters. I forgot the names. There's another girl you plays along with, uh, Leon. And then, oh, it was Sherry and Albert Wesker's son, I think. Mm. And it was Leon and some rookie. 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. Chris and some rookie with the BSA. Really? Yeah. God. The graphics, though, were really good for the time. I thought they looked awesome. Wasn't it? It was still PS3, right? Yeah. Yeah. But damn, man. I That one, that was the first one where I was like, whoo, it's a chore to get through. Mm-hmm. I was not having fun. I couldn't get through it. Like, I, I did beat it, but like, it was rough. Like, it was, it was kind of annoying. Especially when I got to the Chris sequences. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Like, it felt like a rehash of five. Yeah, but but like there was way too much action in 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 the Chris sequences. Again, I felt like I was playing Call of Duty. Yeah, that's uh, what it was. It's not what I wanted to do. I mean, think about what was out by by then. I don't even know if Modern Warfare was out yet, but I mean, you had all these. I mean, more Modern Warfare three, right? Mm-hmm. But like, you had all these Call of Duties out that were the rage. I mean, let's be honest. I was less excited when this was announced because not only did I feel like five wrapped it. Let's be honest. We were having Halo and Call of Duty parties over here. Right. That's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. We were having tournaments. We were going wild. We were, we were doing death matches. And the story was just convoluted. It got know? so ridiculous. And it just it stretched it out to a point where I was like, just let it die. Yeah. You know? Like, create a new story, new storyline with new characters and not I, even resonating with that new point, franchise. When that came out, it got so panned. Like, it was just like, all right, Resident Evil's dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, nobody really liked it. You know, I mean, I really enjoyed at the time the Leon sequences. I yes. thought they were really fun because they were well done. Right. And it was horror. Yes. And it wasn't. And they had actual zombies and they brought back zombies. Yes. They cool. brought back zombies too. You know, they were slow, some of them. So I did like it, but it was just like too flashy. Like that's when they started doing from Resident Evil 4 the, the kick, you know, where you could punch out oh, a zombie yeah. in yeah. five. <laughs> And, and send them flying across the room. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, give me a break. It's too much. It's too, too much. Yeah, I agree. But six was just, that was a mess. Then, like, there's the rivalry between Chris and Leon. Yeah, it's I like, don't even, why? I don't even know. It's like this terrible soap opera that was happening. It's like, why are you guys against each other? You're fighting, you're fighting the same thing. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> I know, I know. But. Like, so that was the feeling, right? That was the feeling around that. It was like, Resident Evil's dead. Resident Evil's dead. Like, that's that's it. Yeah. And then, so honestly, yeah, I think one of the best Resident Evils ever. Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Biohazard. Yeah. It's it's between this one and, and 3. And I, I know people, it was very um, polarizing yeah. because it is first person. But I, right before that, Outlast came out, right? Yes. And out that was the craze. Dude. It's like how do you top how do you top such a incredible game like Outlast? And PT was out. And PT. PT. PT yeah. was out before that? Oh yeah. Yeah. This was heavily influenced by PT. Yeah. So Outlast comes out. There's this insane craze because now like mm-hmm. people are like, oh, we gotta make games like Outlast. We gotta make games. Yeah. So Resident Evil 7. It's like, okay, Alien we'll do Isolation came out. Yes, Alien Isolation. We'll do we'll do a game where it's like Outlast, but you it's still Resident Evil, so you gotta have the gunplay. Oh yeah. And you got Dude, Resident Evil Seven. I, I didn't buy it when it first came out. You kept telling me it was great. And I was like, Nope. I was like, after after freaking six, I'm done. And I was like, what is this now? Now it's Texas Chainsaw Resident Evil. Give me a break. I had no desire. Literally, no desire. I think I went a long time. I didn't even, nothing. I think I played the demo, which terrified me, mm-hmm. actually. The demo really creeped me out. And I was like, whoa. But I was like, this isn't Resident Evil. Like, right. This isn't Resident Evil. And I, I thought it was great, that demo. But again, I was like, what are they doing? This isn't Resident Evil. Then finally... I, I parked my foolish pride <laughs> and I said, I'm going to get this game. And wow. Yeah. I replayed that over and over. I was terrified. 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 Yep. So there's one part that I thought killed the pacing, and that is the tanker part. When you're on the tanker. Oh, yeah. Um, when you play as Mia? That really... Well, I think you play as him too. I can't remember. I think you play as Mia first. Okay. 
the tanker sequence really you could feel it drop the pacing takes mm-hmm. a hard it drops real quick and then it picks up after that but other than that because i was telling you what resident evil 3 remake like i dread that horde mode part sure like i wish i could just skip tanker sequence and just get right into it um i get what they were trying to do they're trying to change up the yeah. scenery but, but i just, i'm with you yeah but resident evil 7 was terrifying yeah because it was first person what resident evil first person man it's ironic because we bashed it in guns or whatever called survivor in on playstation yeah and but they got it right here and then my complaints was that they should just let the series die and start new with a brand new vibe and they did here's my here's my thing though as much as i love it i wish it wasn't a resident evil game seven why only because chris comes back at the end and i'm like come on this this is this guy just gonna retire already (laughs) well you know he well we'll talk about it in eight right but i just feel like they have something so awesome that it doesn't feel like it's it feels like a remake it was it was actually i felt it was like a soft reboot yeah it does feel like that yeah you're right and we're living in the soft reboot era you know um but there is something like the mold right it's Mm. not a virus right there's no zombies no zombies there's no zombies instead it's these weird moldy creatures which those creatures they remind me terrified yeah yeah terrified me when you go down in the basement oh yeah oh god i i hate it I dreaded going down I hated there. Going down there. When I saw, and that's what makes like, a good oh, game. That. I don't want to go down there. I don't want to go and, down there. And the you lighting, yeah. the lighting was so terrible. Like because you knew down there, it's hell waiting for you because yep. it's so creepy down there. And when you enter there, you have the mold and all that stuff growing on everything. I still don't quite understand fully the storyline with Evelyn, who is this? She is a bioweapon. Yeah. But she's old. She's the old lady who I thought was the grandmother. And that's what I thought was so creepy is that sometimes you coming down the hall and you just see her in the She's wheelchair. Just, yeah. Stoic. Watching you. Yeah. Like like uh, in a canatonic that's state. That's her the entire time. But it's really Evelyn the whole time. Yep. So Evelyn can age herself. Is she actually a girl? I'm a little confused with that stuff. I don't know what's going on there. I don't either. <laughs> okay. You were like, do you know I was about hoping it? You would just I explain like, it. Okay. I was like, yeah. No, I'm with you. Okay. All right. Uh, Maybe I just glazed over it. Because I was just, I was enjoying the gameplay so much. Yeah. Plus, you get it in VR. Yes, yes, and in is, VR, it's absolutely. I wish I had better sea legs because I constantly get nauseous when I play VR. I wish I didn't. Mm-hmm. I had the VR, and I loved it. And next thing you know, I found that the more I did it, the more sick I got. And you, it doesn't bother you at no, all. No, it doesn't bother me. Ah, damn you! Damn, I'm jealous. Cause like I loved it, and then I would every like I some days I could only last ten minutes. Oh wow! And it would annoy me because I want to be there longer, but my yeah. stomach would just get like turned upside down. I have to say, um, I played Resident Evil Seven to death. Yeah, and I didn't think that I could be scared again by Resident Evil Seven because you know like once you get scared, you're fine. Sure, you're, like you're numb. To well, it. that's what happens. Horror and and comedy are very similar. Once you know what's coming, it's not scary or exactly. funny anymore. Except I know everything that's coming. In VR, it's different. But I'm there. It's You're there. You can't. You can't. It's not it's night and, and day. And facing off against Jack Baker and Marguerite. Oh, the, the boss battles were great in yeah. Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Marguerite terrified me with her elongated body. I wish Ethan, the main character, would just shut the hell up. Yep. And that goes for eight too. Yeah, it's even worse than eight. It is even worse than eight. But with Ethan in that, he's just bland. He's, he's just a bland character. He's so boring, and he just he he states the obvious, like he says things that uh, a high school student would write in a script. Yeah, you know that's what that's what infuriates me. Like so, at one point you go down this ditch or this hole in, in seven, and. Marguerite was down there and there's this lantern and she takes the lantern and you go into the hole to catch her and you see her literally running through the hole away from you like a spider. Mm -hmm. 
And he just goes, really? Or he's like, that's special or something like that. I think that's what he says. Yeah. And I literally sat there. I was like, did you really just say that? I would be like, what the hell is that? Like there was no fear. He just sounded ridiculous. Yep. And I think that may have to do with today's writing where everything is undercut with a joke. There's this Deadpool vibe in the writing where it's like, like all of a sudden the character has to turn to the camera and go, huh, that was scary, right? You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like, let it be scary. That was scary. Resident Evil sometimes kept she, things quiet. She was the scariest. She terrified me, game. man. Oh my god! And then when yeah. she's coming out, when she's got a belly open with yep. the all the bugs are coming out of it, and she's like, "Yeah, Ethan," and she has the long arms. I was like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> I play that to death. Yep. Over and over again. Brilliant game. And then you had the brilliant cool, writing. You had the cool the cool puzzle, which was like from Saw. Oh, uh, with the sun. The sun. Yeah. Great. Playing through that over and over again, that I'm like, all right. Because once you know the sequence, you don't want to do that over and over mm-hmm. again. But but yeah, that was really cool. That was a very different way to, you know. With the videotapes. Yes. Yeah. To add horror. It's well done. I love it. I love that game so much. The only thing is, too, I wish there was an enemy variation. Because it's just the mold monsters. Right. And the bakers. But like... You know, then you have a mold monster that kind of moves like a liquor, you know? Yeah, outside. That. Then have the bloated one who shoots out all the gas. Mm-hmm. Or it spits out bile and, and acid and all that. But uh, I just wish there was a little bit more difference in the enemies sometimes, sure. you know? I, I don't know. I don't know what it could have what could have been done, but... Which I will I will give to 8. Because 8 give you, gave you a... A bunch of different enemies. It's true. It's true. No, it does. It does. So, all right. You know what? Let's let's conclude here. We're at another hour already. Oh, are we really? Yeah. Oh, and wow. we will wrap everything up in our next episode, which will finally be the Resident Evil 8 review. review. So, so, yeah. So, Resident Evil 7, great game. Still, I love it to death, but maybe sometimes maybe just don't mention the other Resident Evil stuff personally. What do you mean? Like in the universe. Like let it be its own thing. I would be okay with that. You know, like it'd be fun if maybe you just grabbed a weapon that was a nod to the original. Sure. You know what I mean? Instead of Chris popping up and now you have to play well, you don't have to play as him, but they gave that free DLC. Which I enjoyed. It was it was free. It's for me, man. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> but that was but fun. Also, it was another it was like a nod to like, okay, this is Chris Redfield, but now it's horror. Yeah. You're in the you're in the cave. You're right? in the cave, yeah. you know, and you have the weapons. That was a really cool little short story because he's trying to get the sun at the conclusion mm-hmm. of, of the main storyline to capture him. So but and he's no longer great. in the BSAA. No, no, he's he's not. And I thought the length was great because I think you get your money's worth. It's a longer game, um, but you can beat it in a short amount of time once you have obviously all of the upgrades. That's the other thing. I love that replayability. Oh my god! And that goes for Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil these the remakes. The remakes. Resident yeah, Evil but this 2, one started Resident it. Evil Three. Yes. Resident Evil Seven. This thing started the challenges. That if you like do all these little things, if you collect all of the uh, arguments' sake, the um, what is it? The the documents. If sure. you read all the documents, if you do all that stuff, you got shoot all the bobbleheads. Sure. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, all those those, those weird guys. Uh, you start to unlock points to buy infinite ammo and uh, different weapons in your chest. Which is already. a good way of doing it because now you're getting now you're you have incentive to replay the game. Yes, and you have incentive to get infinite ammo instead yes. of it just being handed to you. Right now, there's incentive to replay it. And exactly, get all, and you know, like if you're like if you're crazy like me, I'm gonna do everything. Of course, in the game. I have to, yeah. and I. I loved doing it and what was cool is that it carried over your stuff you know so like yeah i could play on the easy mode do as much as i can and then when i get to the madhouse mode i'll have you know whatever because you me. need it because you need it yeah and it was fun it was there was one challenge where it's like don't don't open the chest once yeah that was hard but i did that on easy mode so you got it i could <laughs> you got it but uh wait i just realized did four have the chest I actually don't remember. Does four have a chest in that game? I can't remember. It might. I don't remember. Resident Evil four. 
chest. I don't think there was. I don't think. No. No, it's just that inventory. It's your inventory. Wow. Which is interesting because that's what they did in Resident Evil 8. Yep. Okay, cool. All right, guys. Well, that's that wraps episode two of our Resident Evil retrospective and review. Uh, next one, we'll finally be discussing Resident Evil Village. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Rob. Steve. All right. We'll see you next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.